Red states take Secretary Mayorkas to court over his order to relax deportations. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll also be very blunt on how the left is constantly trying to sexualize our children. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Okay, who's the next question? Got my list here. It's my turn to call on someone, right? Okay, how about NPR, Tom What kind of questions? I mean, I'm just curious to see all of the questions that they had written down because not all of them got to ask stuff. This was at the right before the state dinner that they had where they feasted upon, what all do they have? Lobster, so stuff that we can't have. Uh, what else did they have? They had all kinds of, all kinds of things here. So this, I mean, it, I mean, it's kind of um, kind of comical. I was expecting to to hear, "What's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite type of lobster? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that?" Instead of anything substantive. Welcome to the show. Thank God it's Friday. Jiminy Christmas! What a week! And uh, we've got a whole we got some things to get into here. And uh, we're going to we're going to do all of that. We got some of it. I don't really want to talk about. I just kind of want to scoot on by because it's so stupid and ridiculous. And I'm so done with talking about distractions and everything else. But, you know, unfortunately, we we live in the stupidest society ever. And that's, you know, just kind of where we are. And we got we got we got free speech issues. We got all of that. But uh, welcome to the program. Your lovable curmudgeon, your lovable curmudgeon, Dana Lash here with you. And uh, this first up, let me tell you about the state dinner that we had. The state dinner, we didn't have it, by the way. It was uh, Emmanuel Macron and Joe Biden, along with their wives. They all had this lovely dinner. And did you see some of what was on the dinner menu, there was audio from um, Jill Biden, or a video rather. She was talking to the press and they were asking her, or she was answering questions just about, you know, what is what is it with, you know, t- talking about the really softball kind of stuff. And she was explaining that they were, what they were going to have. Well, they're having American cheeses, so that, that makes it a little bit better. They're they're they have American cheeses, so that's you know that's okay if it's like super expensive stuff. So she was discussing that, and she was answering. I was listening to some of the stuff that she had been saying, and I don't we don't have that on our list, but that was one of the audio sound bites that was traveling around the internet uh, all day yesterday, and I found it very intriguing. Uh, but the dinner, pull this up because I have all the the menu: two hundred Maine lobsters, American caviar. Uh, Napa Valley Chardonnay. Oh, oh, cheeses from Oregon. And it is described as being a very lavish state dinner. And they were having it at the Glass Pavilion on the South Lawn of the White House. Now, just just hold up. Let me just keep that out there and think about that for a minute. Because here's the headline from Washington Post from two days ago. It was called uh, Salted Ants ground crickets and why you should try edible insects they're they're encouraging you to eat bugs people are unable to purchase 
you know, actual good produce, fresh vegetables, fruits, because it's so expensive. And here you have the president of the United States whose policies contributed to this. You have the president of the United States who's sitting there dining on lobster. And caviar. caviar. You have France's leader who's all in it with him, you know, all in it with him. Good heavens. This is something else. I just I just couldn't. The optics are so bad. Normally, didn't Democrats at least used to care a little bit about optics? Just a little bitty bit. Because now it's like, yeah, who cares? We're just going to, we'll do whatever we want. It's just the worst time to do something like this. And then to have a press conference where you're bragging to the press about, I don't care if it's American cheeses. Most people can't even, I mean, they're getting government cheese. Come on. This, it's just, it's insane. And the optics are so bad. And what they've been doing, by the way, to the, the, the actual lobster industry is pretty unbelievable i mean how many jobs have they cost as his policies cost just in maine alone i was looking at some of the numbers i mean thousands and just what is it's a real slap in the face now here's they said nbc said oh well there's some controversy he's the regulations are straight that he's pushing that he introduced are strangling the industry he can't even meet with the lobstermen in maine And by the way, one of the people that was going at him over this was a Democrat from Maine. Jared Golden. He's a representative from the state of Maine. And he was infuriated. They can purchase 200 Maine lobsters for their fancy dinner. But POTUS can't take the time to meet with Maine lobstermen that his administration is currently regulating out of business. The regulations that the Biden administration have introduced have been called an existential threat to the state's biggest, one of the state's biggest industries. And it, I mean, just as it's bad, Whole Foods said that they're going to stop selling. This was a headline that we had earlier this week. They're stopping selling Maine lobster because two consumer focused environmental watchdogs downgraded the uh, fisheries rating. The Maine Lobstermen, they've always prided themselves on sustainability. This is something that their reps have said. And, I mean, they this is thousands of jobs here. There's been no recorded whale deaths at all whatsoever due to Maine Lobster gear. And, in fact, the last recorded entanglement that a whale had or any large fish had with fishing lines was 18 years ago. And there are lobstermen who, are, who say that they've been out in Maine's waters every single day for 40 years, and they've never even seen, they haven't even seen a whale. So this is, it's, it's this, all of this environmental stuff. So he's going he's gonna to destroy this industry. He's going to regulate it out of existence. 200 lobsters. Oh, by the way, before they had their big, their state dinner, uh, Macron and Biden and their wives, they ate at, I'm going to pull this up. It was a very nice Italian restaurant, Fiola Mare, and they had, uh, their entrees are about, you know, anywhere between $100 and $150. And it, they had all kinds of very nice, very nice, I saw they had, they had a, uh, some nice desserts as well. Had a very nice dinner, and then they had their big state dinner. 
So here, the optics, after regulating, trying to regulate lobstermen, lobster, the lobstermen out of existence, they have 200 Maine lobsters. And at a time when people are can't afford fresh produce and while they're being told to eat bugs by different media outlets. I have, I, man, I don't have any words. That's, this is nuts. It's nuts. I don't know how to describe this. Just, oh, I would have been, I, would have, I bet that was a nice dinner that they had. Hmm. So who attended the dinner? Well, it was the first state dinner that they've had uh, with France, I think, during his administration. They had, oh my gosh, they had John Legend, all the Democrats in Hollywood, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Jennifer Garner, Stephen Colbert was there. They had all of them, all the Hollywood celebrities, all the Pelosi's were there enjoying a big fancy meal on our dime we fed john legend and chrissy Teigen. we fed them did you guys know that you bought them a meal you didn't know that did you mm, you did so they had their big conversation and one of the things they were discussing obviously was front and center which is so stupid was uh their climate policies Jeez, how can we make things worse for everybody how can it be how can we make it even worse that's the big the big question that they all discussed. Now, while all this was going down, and we're going to get into some of the Georgia stuff and everything else, uh, there was also the Senate passing the rail strike bill. It's sent to Biden's desk, trying to avert a rail strike right before, or right, right as the holiday season starts. It was an 80 to 15 vote, and the upper chamber backed this agreement that grants 24% pay increases, bonuses, safety provisions. It now heads to Biden's desk. They say it's going to prevent a freight shutdown that would have cost an estimated $2 billion a day. But the only thing that they got, they only got one day of paid sick leave. That's all they got in the contract for the... Well, you know what? I don't care because y'all have better health care than I do. So there you go. There's your tradesy. I like knowing exactly where my tasty, delicious meat comes from. And with Moink, that place is small family farms all across America. From farm direct to your dining table, Moink gives you access to the freshest, sustainably sourced meat and fish. Moink is dedicated to helping save rural America. Join the Moink movement today. The Moink difference is one that you can taste and feel good knowing that you're helping family farms stay financially independent. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary called Moink's Bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted, and Ring Doorbell founder Jamie Siminoff jumped at the chance to invest in Moink. Keep America farming by signing up at moinkbox.com slash Dana right now and get free filet mignon for a year. That's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste. Spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Dana. That's moinkbox.com slash Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. All right, so golly, dudes, what's happening? The average male sperm count is cut in half over the last 50 years, according to a new study. The, a new meta-analysis of the global sperm count found that the average man today has only half as much as he did 50 years ago. The analysis was published in just last month, at the end of last month, by the Oxford University Press. They found that it fell from 101 million uh, per millimeter in 73 to 49 
million per milliliter in 2018. Data pulled from men on six continents. Uh, that's where the everything was taken from. The authors found that the decline was present across all regions of the globe. Holy wow. Now, if you follow this trend, now again, this is an abstract, you know, they said that the average man would not be able to have children unassisted by 2050. Wow. Save men, because I will blow up the planet if I'm left here with all women. God help us all. Uh, let's see here. Uh, ooh, this is actually hysterical. New York Post. A Missouri woman was bitten after the lost kitten that she was trying to cuddle was... It was a bobcat. <laughs> so, this lady, it's a Kansas City woman. She learned the hard way. She picked up what she thought was... Now, look, she thought it was an adorable lost kitten, to her, to her credit. Except it was actually a wee bobcat, and she ended up totally getting bitten on her thumb. And she said, if you want to pick up a kitten to pet... Or no, she didn't say this. The d- police department, sorry, in Liberty, Missouri, said this. They said, if you want to pick up a cute little kitten, make sure it's not a bobcat. Because they're, they're pretty common out there. Uh, she, she did not require medical attention, but that was actually, that was kind of funny. Uh, there was, though, uh, a Wisconsin black cat. This came made in the news uh, named Burnt Toast. It's literally the cat's name. Uh, it went viral because it dragged a whole alligator head into the neighbor's yard. Said he was very proud of himself, according to his owner. That's actually hysterical. So, uh, also... India is set to jump over Germany and Japan to become the third largest economy. India will surpass Japan and Germany, according to S&P Global. Their yearly growth, domestic product, 6.3% between 21 and 30. That's what it's aimed at. Unbelievable. All right, coming up, coming up let's talk about the dumpster fire. God help us. Speaking of cancellation, I'm going to move up a couple things here. The point of uh, the whole thing with what is it uh, Balenciaga another day and everyone in Hollywood is just kind of ignoring this who was it uh, is it Aldine's wife that threw out all our Balenciaga stuff she put it yeah, she put it on trash bags and said trash day throw it all out man the we talked a little bit about of the other kooky stuff that they were the other gross stuff that they were doing but consider how many can I just I'm gonna make the, I'm gonna do this they're gonna go after my pillow but they won't say a damn thing about Balenciaga they go after my pillow a dude who makes pillows and house shoes and robes but oh my gosh if you just do some you know kitty porn then hey it's alright we'll just sweep it under the rug it's Balenciaga let's go ahead and have kids with with uh, bondage bears and feature books of castrated toddlers in our ads. No joke. That was like, we talked about that yesterday. Not a single word. And here's the other thing. The, I'm going to pull this up in here. The other, the whole uh, Kim Kardashian thing. So she has like, I guess, a partnership with Balenciaga or something. And the only thing that she's been able to do is tweet uh, that, Oh, it says, you know, it upsets me. I'm going to, you know, look more into this. And then that's all they say. That's all they ever say. And then nothing ever happens. They just wait for the storm to blow over. Now, not excusing anything her husband has said. Why are people not raging at her for not 
disassociating herself with a brand that actually tried to use like you know child pornography in the mainstream mainstreaming of sexualizing kids as part of a campaign although Kanye did defend Balenciaga in one of those crazy interviews he said we got to stop cancel culture now this ain't about cancel culture they legit were they legitimately were using the sexualization of kids as a campaign to sell their stuff now parlor Killed the deal for Kanye to buy the to, to buy them. I haven't it, because of the stuff he said. I I think his support for the his remark about defending Balenciaga. He, he wore that Balenciaga gimp mask, that balaclava. He wore that when he was on with uh, Jones yesterday. But where about all the? What about all these celebrities? All of these celebrities that have not said a single damn thing about this. All the other companies, they went after Goya. Myra Flores noted this. They went after Goya Foods. I know the CEO of that company. He's one of the nicest, unassuming, most unassuming people I have literally ever met. He's very quiet. You would not know who he was. He is not, he is very much unlike a lot of CEOs I've met. He is a very humble man. It, they went, remember, they everybody went after Goya Foods because of i think when this happened when did he when did uh the ceo of goya he he appeared at wasn't it like a rose garden thing that trump had where he brought these these ceos and all of this stuff up to talk about business and uh uh, corporate taxes and all this other stuff this is like right before the pandemic and uh goya foods was one of them and isn't that where a lot of the hate started kane do you remember that I think that's where a lot of that started, isn't it? That's that was like the first wave where people got really mad. Robert Unaway is the CEO and or Bob, Bob Unaway, one of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. And he's, you know, very they hate him and they hate Goya Foods. But Balenciaga is okay. You know, the the sexualization of kids is all right with Balenciaga's ads. Oh, my gosh. But. Robert Unaway, oh, what did he do? He he actually showed up at, during the Trump administration and supported the president at the time and talked about taxes and business and job creation during a press avail. And I was like either Rose Garden or something. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about Keltec and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50-round double-stack magazine which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants, from sporting, hunting, to personal defense, and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting, because it's well-balanced and thus accurate. You can definitely see kel reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other kel weapons, and products, check out keltechweapons.com. That's K E L T E C weapons.com. Keltech, creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltechweapons.com. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. What is one of the things that you never do in an airport or on a plane? Y'all have watched Meet the Parents, right? What's one of the things that you never, ever do? You don't joke about having a bomb. But unfortunately, 
That is what this one Florida man did in Chicago O'Hare International Airport on the 25th of November. (sighs) They did handle it. The police quickly handled it. But his name is uh, Hilberto Killing Beck. He's of Boynton, Florida. He's being checked by the TSA. And he joked to the TSA official that he had a bomb in his bag. Now, he'd probably been in a long time, lying a while, and was being was maybe being sarcastic. But uh, they, that, no, 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 no. It's not how they responded. They had the Chicago Bomb Squad, an arson team. They came out. He was charged with disorderly conduct. There was, they had no explosives or anything like that. You don't ever, I mean, unless you want to be late, you can make that, you know. But otherwise, that's not, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. How many times do we got to tell you all this about scooters and the speed of a scooter? Okay. This is not a repeat of an older story. This is an entirely brand new story. This comes by way, again, of Florida, Monroe County. A man was arrested, 38-year-old Jose Virgil, about 3 a.m. by Monroe County Sheriff's deputies after he crossed onto the highway and uh, with a, on a scooter that did not have any lights. Now, what gets me is that deputies in the car, they, they tried to stop him. He's in his little scooter. He would not pull over. He was not going to do it. He kept driving towards a hotel. He got off the scooter and tried to run away and jump in the water. And they tried to shock him, but were unsu- with the taser, they were unsuccessful. He jumped in the water, would not come out. He really did not want to. I mean, look, you're going to trust the dark water in the middle of the night with gators right. over going with police? Right. Really? Come on. He was trans. They finally got him. Uh, he had uh, all he had was a little bit of marijuana on him. He was transported to a nearby jail. I mean, you almost got eaten by gators. Like, why would you? Yes, I don't. You can't say, Dana, not, you don't know that. Yes, I do. They're in all the water. They're in puddles, even streams, little trickles. They're everywhere. <sighs> I just love I thought he's going to outrun the cops on the scooter. How many? We see this over and over again. You're never, ever going to get it. It's never going to happen. Never. Uh, also, a couple other things here. By the way, it was a stand-up scooter, Tampa Free Press. It was so it was like even the slower one. I'm not. I don't. I want to clarify. It wasn't the little like bike scooter. It was like the kids' scooter that you stand on, and it's it like that. He thought he was actually going to get away again. Oh, uh, let's see here. We have uh, a couple others. <laughs> a Florida woman was arrested after a brawl with her jealous boyfriend. They hit each other with sandwiches. Jeez. I need you to look at this mugshot because I'm not going to be able to go on with this. Um, Yeah, Kane just wants to know about the sandwich. So a Lake County Sheriff's deputy, he was dispatched Sunday. A 39-year-old Jennifer Rakapa called 911 to report an attack. Uh, Her man friend, that's how it was, I don't know, I guess I would say that was her significant other, accused her of having relations with someone else. She said she went to the store to get a drink. Her beau went to go get some food stamps. Uh, he, she parked in the driveway. She was blocked when the man returned with a sandwich. Uh, she told the deputy that the man and a mutual acquaintance, they, uh, they had been working on the vehicle, began yelling at her. Uh, and they, she had, she had food, he had a sandwich and apparently they threw their food at each other and they both got arrested. She posted a thousand dollar bond. That is the crate. Her, yeah, her mugshot says it all. Really? Like a thousand dollar bond because she threw a sandwich at somebody? Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Two red states take Secretary Mayorkas to court to challenge his order to relax deportations. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll also be very blunt on how the left is downright evil in constantly trying to sexualize our children. And I'll react to Biden's pathetic response to the protests in China and the non-binary administration official now charged with a felony. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts.